What's up, guys? Welcome to Nothing But The Truth. Today, we are joined with a special guest, KJ. What's up, bro? Lil yes, Phantom, sir. Lil yes, Phantom. <laughs> Lil Phantom. Tight, tight. So, yeah, guys. So, today, this episode is going to be actually pretty cool because we're here at the building right before the week before conference. We're, we're six days away. So, when you guys hear this episode, we're probably going to be, what, four days away? Or three days away, yep, something yep, like yep. that. It's gonna, you guys are gonna hear this soon. Um, so I'm Shema and Kenny, KJ, Love Fano. Yes, Feel sir. Let, let's 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 get started, bro. <laughs> bro, first and foremost, bro, how are you, bro? I'm good, bro. Good, bro. Bro, just, bring, bring, let's see your face. Let let's see yeah, your bro, face, you bro. You got a beautiful bro. face, bro. You got a beautiful. I've been face, working bro. on him, bro. <laughs> but now, um, bro, like you know, who is KJ, bro? Man. What's your background? What's your story, bro? And I believe, you know, like, KJ's background, for y'all that don't know, KJ, you know, he gonna tell y'all his, his testimony and yeah. everything, but it's beautiful, you know, to see testimonies like this. You know, it just shows, like, the glory of God. You know, Amen, it shows, bro. like, how powerful God is, and it has nothing to do with us, but has everything to do with him. So, um, yeah, bro, just, you know, tell <sighs> us, you know, who's KJ? How, how did you grow who's up? KJ? What's your life, your background, everything? So, hmm. I didn't, I don't want to say I had like a horrible childhood. I honestly didn't. But um, it was more so a lot of trials, like growing up and stuff. And KJ is those trials with God's glory, if that makes sense. Like those trials made me who I am today. So yeah, yeah that's me, bro. That's true, that's true. Yeah, I come from yeah, a lot, bro. bro. And everybody, you know, like, has a background. Everybody has, yeah, like, bro. trials that they've been through, and that makes them who they are. Amen, bro. You know, and it's it's beautiful to see. You know, it's crazy because um, yesterday I was reading in the book of John. There was a, a blind man, and um, the disciples, they asked him, why was this man blind? Was it because of his parents' sin? Was it because of because he sinned? Was it? Mm. And Jesus was just like, it's not because they sinned. It's mm. so that my glory can be shown. Amen. And he bro. healed him. Yeah. And that just shows like that's what it's all about. It's not yeah. about like the trials that you go through, but it's about yeah. the glory behind it. Yeah. And it's all because of Jesus. Testimony, bro. So yeah, bro. Um, bro, we want to get. We want you to get into your testimony, bro. It's right, like bro. something big, bro. Like Sheesh. your testimony. How was you, you know, brought from, you know, your life growing up to your high school teens? Yeah. And then just coming to like who you are now. Like how was that whole like story? Yeah. So God's putting it on my heart to start with my anxiety, bro. Because that like if I would have never questioned, because I feel like faith and belief starts from asking questions like, okay, God, who are you? Mm -hmm. You know, so um, I got family in Arizona. Uh, it's, it's my stepdad, ex-stepdad, it's a very long story. But um, anyways, we went to go see him. I was about like 10. And bro, when I was down there, bro, like I got homesick. And when I got homesick, it was in Arizona. I started questioning everything, bro. Like I was, I was a kid, bro. I don't know what was going through my mind. But looking back at it, I'm glad it happened. Bro, um, one day, one day, bro, I just got like so like isolated. Like I was always like the type of kid to be in my head and overthink things. So I'm not near my mom. Like 
that's all it took for me. Can I answer this call? She's calling. You know yeah. what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello? <clears throat> Not right now. I'll be there in about... um. Okay, just go inside and be safe, please. All right. Nah, I'm not gonna be there for like another hour and 30 minutes, mom. Okay, I'm gonna call you um when I'm finished, is that okay? All right, be safe, I love you. All right, bye. So yeah, bro, I'm in Arizona, scared kid. I miss my mom, I miss my family. So it made me like think about life. I don't know why, but it did. Bro, that's the, the first time that I, I questioned my being because I was so scared. I was scared of like reality. I was scared of life, bro. So it, it led me into like suicidal thoughts. And I was like, I remember just like being in, in my bathroom in my um, ex-stepdad's house, shaking, bro, just scared. Like, like what is life? Why am I here? And I, that little minuscule um, homesickness sparked the question like, okay, who is God? Why am I here? If I die today, what will happen? So I stayed in that loop for, for years, bro. Because like I said, I, I was the type of kid to just like overthink. So I went back to Georgia and the school began again and I was still in that loop of anxiety and depression, bro. And, um. I feel like that's the, like, what helped me come to peace was thinking that when I die, I see black. That's what I thought. That's what little KJ thought, bro. And it's sad, but that's that's what brought me peace. And I, I that's probably the reason why I went down the path I went, because I didn't see a, a, a brighter side. And I'm, it's crazy because I'm, like, just now, like, taking the time to break it down and really sit and think about it. Like, bro, that was the root. I didn't know who God was. I thought like when I die, it's just for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So um, soon after that, my brother went to jail and my brother was a crip. Um, he's not no more. Sean, if you're watching this, I love you, bro. And I'm proud of you. But yeah, he went to jail, bro. And I wanted to be like him. So, um, with with aid with fuel that is me like i said me not having a purpose i didn't know what i was on earth for so i'm like you know i'm gonna just live for what i want to live for what's up mom sorry bro all right all right i gotta go mom i love you though My fault, bro. They shot Where? 20 shots on my street. Really? Yes. It's weird. But, um, yeah, bro. So, yeah, brother went to jail. Bro, like, when he went to jail, my brother raised me, bro. Like, he was, like, like my, my stepdad, he was a firefighter. He was a great man. But he wasn't at home. He was always at work. So, my brother raised me. And when he went to jail, I felt like a piece of me left. So I was like, you know what? I want to be like my brother. So then I started like getting interested in gangs. I started smoking weed. I started scamming people. I used to steal guns and, and things like that, bro. And if I can like be honest, bro, like 
all of that was me searching to fill a void. And the thing about, oh my gosh, bro, Holy Spirit. The thing about God is, bro, that's, that's that void that I want this, this water from the earth will have you drinking forever until you find that water, bro. Forever, bro. And drinking the wrong things too. If you drink the right thing one time, it's over with. But for the good. But um, I was drinking of the wrong water, bro. And um, I've had a lot of spiritual experiences, like searching for things during that time. And one thing I was talking to you about was the testimony of like, like new age spirituality and like third eyes and stuff. So I'm gonna break that down and get into that right quick. So, bro, so. And this is this is the product of being lukewarm. When you're when you're lukewarm, you you're you're not secure in what you believe. So you you start looking for for other things, and and you're too receptive to the world when you're lukewarm. You're not both feet in. You're both feet. You're one foot in, one foot out. So the one foot that's out plays a big part. In it. That's fifty percent, bro. Mm -hmm. You only got two legs, so. Yeah, bro. Um, I had a friend. God bless you, bro. If you're watching, but um, he was into um, like the third eye chakra stuff, right? So he told me he was like, bro, I experienced something with my third eye, and I was like, bro, like I want to experience it too. That's why I messed up. I get a devil too much room, bro. And when that happened, I was like meditating to um, frequencies. And I was like seeing colors when I was meditating. Like it was real. The devil is real, bro. Time passes, bro. It lasted not even a week. It didn't even last a week. But during that time, I was like heavily into it. And I ended up like wrecking my car a little bit. I'm like, bro, so how is, when they, they say that, they'd be like the, um, the universe is supposed to be for you. When you're in tune with the universe, your third eye, like, bro, how am I wrecking my car? And I'm, the universe is supposed to be for me. Like, so I felt like it was like fraud, like cap. So um, I kept doing it. And then I'll never forget it, bro. I wanted, what I craved from it was a void, bro. Like something to, to walk with me, bro. So I remember I was downstairs and I was in my kitchen and a voice spoke to me. It was like, it, it was a ring. It was like a ding. Your sister's coming downstairs. And my sister came downstairs and started speaking to me. So I was like, okay, this is real. Because this didn't start happening until I started meditating and stuff like that, bro. But then, like the next day, bro, I got scared. I felt like deep conviction and I got very scared, bro. Because I didn't know what I was getting myself into when my friend invited me to do this with him. I told him, you know what, bro? I believe God. I don't know what God I believe in, but I believe God, but I'm gonna believe this 10%. I let too much room come in. Mm -hmm. So when all that room came in, bad things happen. If you give the devil an inch, he will take a mile. Mm -hmm. So I'm in my room, deep conviction. Don't know what's going on. I'm like, okay, this is real and this is scary and I don't know what I'm doing. God told me to look up what my word says about it. So I looked it up and then I came across a YouTube video cause I was too lazy to read the Bible. I've never read the Bible. And then um, it says something about like idolatry and like witchcraft and stuff like that. 
And it made me realize one of two things. One, I don't know what God's doing, but he's doing something in my life. Because for me to feel this conviction and to me not even being a, a real both feed in Christian and still hearing the voice of God telling me that this is not right, something's happening, one. And two, bro, like the devil can bless you too. Yeah. Like the the devil, like what what happened in um when the, the the plagues came? I'm not sure if you remember, but you remember how they had the staff, they hit yeah. the staff, and um the other people did it too. But then it got to a point where the devil couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the the like God can make miracle signs and wonders happen, and so can the devil. And he might just trick you with it. So that's what happened with that. But that made me think about God. Um, that's the I'm so glad that happened because I learned about the spiritual realm. So I'm like, if the devil is real, I know God is real. So that's when I got a little more optimistic about um like God and, and like trying to know who he is. So brother's still in jail though. So I'm still living bad. Um, What's next, bro? There's a big thing, but I'm trying to tell you the things before the big thing happens. Hmm. Third eye. It's just a whole bunch of sin, bro. Like I was really bad, bro. I done had scares. God done saved me from jail, bro. Like I used to steal guns came back on me and I almost went to jail for it. But by the grace of God, the people that found me guilty of it, the people that called the police on me, they dropped the case. Nah. Yeah, bro. Um, so I'ma just, bro. yeah, yeah. I'ma just get to the big thing, bro. So, and yeah, brother's still in jail. Um, it's his friend I had, thought he was my friend. He wasn't my friend. So I was still not living for the Lord. Now I know who God is. I know his reputation. I know that he's a, a saver. So still being ignorant. Got his friend. We're going to call him John. No, I like that name. We're going to call him, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to call him, uh, Case. So Case, I wanted to buy weed from Case, a lot of weed. Like, I'm like, bro, I want some pounds, bro. I was like 15 with a big gun in my pocket, bro. Asking a grown man for pounds of weed. That's very dangerous. But I didn't, I was so naive, bro. Like, I didn't know. But I asked him for the weed. He was like, yeah, bro, we can work something out. And then he left, came back again. I copped something little, got some little weed. Still talking to him about big stuff. What my intention was, was to do business with him and to be friends with him. Cause he was, I didn't have my brother, bro. I was looking for a void to fill. So, um, me and Case, we we become friends. He's taking me to work. I'm, I'm smoking weed with him. Like we we were cool. And then I remember I got him this job at, at cookout. And we whenever we linked up, we weren't doing anything good. But we were either talking about robbing somebody. Thank God we never did that with each other. And we were just smoking a bunch of weed. So I remember, bro, uh, one day after work, the job that I got him, it was at cookout. Burgers is buns, but it is what it is. Um, so after after work, bro, we went to um, this park and he was, I was in the car, right? So let's say I'm right here. 
you right here, bro. I'm in the passenger seat. I'm chilling, bro. So smoking my weed, he's sitting next to me. He was like, um, so like, why do you, cause whenever I was, um, we were friends, I would always make jokes like, like, oh, look out your window. Now I'm linking up with him with big guns in my pocket, bro. So he's probably thinking like, oh, this kid is out to get me or something. Mm -hmm. He's a grown man, bro. Like, I'm not even thinking nothing of it. I'm a kid, I'm naive. Yeah. So, man, what he did was he, I'm sitting there smoking, listening to music. He pulled a big gun out of his backseat, bro. Not no regular pistol, bro, a big gun. And then he put it to my head and he was like knocking it against my head. Like, I didn't thank God I held my composure. I was thinking, bro, like, there's only, you can't get out of this, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the streets, bro. Like, if I run, bop, I'm dead. Okay, if I, well, even if he, he's gonna pop me, cause if I get away, I'm a snitch. Like, what, what is he gonna think? So I was like, can I get out the car and fight him? Like, I'm trying to think in my mind, like, what can I do? And then I thought back on the guy that saved me from idolatry. The same guy that saved me from, from jail. So I'm like, like, bro, I'm gonna pray. First time, like, I genuinely prayed, bro. I put my head down, pray. I didn't say a word to this man. I just put my head down and prayed. Nothing out loud in my head. God, if you save me from this, I will change. I don't know, like, verbatim, whatever it's called, like, what I said. But it was something along those lines, bro. And I'm getting chills talking about this, bro, because it's like, God is so good, bro. Man, like bro, bro if it without God my feet would not be on this floor bro man bro that's why I like like when I look at you guys I look at you guys with straight love because it's such a blessing to like be a part of this church and the kingdom of God yeah. but anyways I prayed that prayer he put the gun down and he drove me home and I never seen him again yeah just like that just like that just bro. like that but I did see him recently and I'm glad I did because God forgives you how you forgive others. Yeah, it's good, bro. God will bring you full circle to to teach you something. Yeah. God brought me full circle to to teach me like, okay, you overcame this because of me. Now forgive him. You still had that seed in your heart. That's the only person I didn't forgive. And God brought me full circle to forgive the one person that I didn't. Wow. wow. Yeah, bro. And that, it was recent too, bro. It was I was like an emotional roller coaster. I was at a um baby shower and I seen him. I was I was with Chicago. I was like, bro, that's the dude that tried to kill me, bro. I was shaking, bro. But I forgave him and we dapped up, but it was weird, but forgave him, bro. Bro. That's a crazy Sheesh, bro. That ain't no normal testimony, bro. It's it's not, bro. And the thing is, like, if you guys are watching, I pray that you listen because it took me, like, that's the God we serve. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, I had so many chances, bro. Like, I could have died. I could have went to jail. I could have been a, a victim to new age spirituality, bro. <clears throat> I could have committed suicide. Like, that's the type of God we serve. The God that saves. The God that bro. heals. The God that restores. Bro, that's that's tough, bro. Yeah. I'll, I would say, like, with all that, with that, everything you said, bro, it's like the only thing that I can think of is that so many people go through their life 
and they wait for a moment like that. Yeah. They wait for that their rock bottom. Yeah. To seek God, you know, and for everybody that's listening, like I would like to encourage you that if you are lukewarm, you know, if you are, you know, one foot in, one foot out, and that's you haven't hit your rock bottom, bro, give your life to God now. Like, it's it's literally at a moment's notice you don't know if you have tomorrow and i and you could talk about that bro you don't know if you have tomorrow you don't even know if you're gonna make it home safe like bro give your life to god because there's so many there's so many people that like just go too soon yeah right and like like for me in my life like and and i talked about it when we talked about like my testimony and everything Mm -hmm. bro is like you could talk about there's there's two people that I know specifically that one uh, committed suicide and then the other person uh, passed away in a car accident. But both of those situations, like you never nobody knew that that was gonna happen, yeah. you know. And I I say this to say like we like to you know wait to those moments, and mm-hmm. I think that the longer we wait, the more room we're gonna give the devil to move and the more power we're going to give to the devil. And at the end of the day, the devil has none at all. Come on. It's he only has as much as you give him. And he has none because of the cross. He has none because of Jesus. He has no power over us. He has no dominion over us. Only God has dominion over all of us. So for anybody that's listening, I encourage like, this is a heavy testimony. Like this is like, I, I can't relate. Like I'm sitting here and I can't relate. I can't relate. But I know that there was a rock bottom moment for me Mm -hmm. and God used that in the same way he used it for you, bro. And I Mm -hmm. think that sharing testimonies is another way of even evangelizing people. Sharing testimonies is another way to bring people to follow Christ because I've seen people, I've seen people like James, bro, tell his testimony and see people get into tears and they don't even know why, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that there's so much power behind it. And that there's so many people that need to be, you know, sharing their testimonies. I know it's something that could be scary, but your yeah, testimony definitely. isn't only for you. Your testimony That's is so to be, good, bro. you know, an example and, and something to show to others. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I agree, bro, bro. I think it's and it's beautiful, you know, like Jesus chose the disciples, you know, like all of them came together because they followed Jesus. Like yeah. we're all here with a different background, mm-hmm. but we're here because we follow Jesus. Amen, like God bro. brought us here. You know what I mean? And I think one of the beautifulest things and one of the beautifulest stories as well of one of the people in this in the Bible is um Saul, you know, like somebody who was persecuting Christians and, and mm-hmm. God was able to convert him and um he had an encounter with Jesus and then people are looking at him like, This is the man that was persecuting Christians. How can God use him? Yeah, bro. You know what I mean? And even Jesus, you know, people, uh, Jesus said like a prophet is is with no honor in his own country, in his own town, because they know his history. Yeah. You know, but that's just the beauty of it. Like the people that look at you when you were growing up and they mm-hmm. look at you now, I bet they question. Yeah, you know what I mean? Bro. And one of the sad things too is knowing that we don't control our breaths, bro. Like, we don't know when our last breath is. That's facts. Like, have you ever, like, been laying in your bed, bro, like, late night, and you just think, like, bro, like, I could literally die whenever. Like, I could literally die whenever, bro. That's one of the scariest things, bro. And, like, not knowing where you're going to end up eternally, like, whatever you believe, the end of the day, there is a heaven or hell. Just Mm -hmm. because you don't believe it to be true doesn't make it not true. You know what I mean? Like, 
it's the truth. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, we're going to, we're going to, we're not going to be here forever. And I think that's one of the scariest things. And going back to, you know, the lukewarm, you know, like I think that's one of the scariest things of somebody being a so-called Christian yeah. because you're partially living for God. So like if you're partially living for God being lukewarm, do you think that you're going to receive the full blessing of God if you're partially living for him or you're going to receive on, the full bro. blessing of him because you're partially living for him? Come on, bro. There's no way, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's scary, bro. I think that's one of the scariest things. Like the word of God says that he spits them out. Like yeah. the bro. Bible says that if you love Jesus, you will obey him. You know? And, and what's crazy, though, that like a lot of people don't realize is that there's redemption that's out there that they have free access to because mm -hmm. I was lukewarm maybe mm -hmm. actually not even maybe you guys are lukewarm, we're lukewarm. Yeah. so it's like lukewarm. there's 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 redemption and there's freedom in the name of jesus and and i believe that you know death can seem like a scary thing and death is a scary thing to us that don't understand it but mm -hmm. to live is christ to die is gain yeah yeah bro everything that we do in our lives i've said this to so many people bro and like even even like my boss like ask me this and stuff like that it's like why do you believe in jesus for like what if you're wrong and i'm like okay so what if i'm wrong i don't mm -hmm. care if i'm wrong because guess what if i am wrong and i follow jesus i live the good life mm -hmm. if i am right i gained eternity mm -hmm. it's it's as simple yeah. as simple as that and it's all because of the cross bro yeah. and every single thing that we do needs to point back to the cross bro. amen bro i i think that we kind of get this moment where we sit back and and we look at our life and we see like everything that we went through and we forget that all of it points back to yeah. the cross and, and see where we've come from from then, bro. But I really think we need to shift our hearts to a place where we look at Jesus and mm -hmm. it's like, and, and we're like, thank you, yeah. you know, because whatever trials we're going, we went through then, it doesn't mean the trials and being a Christian isn't easy. Mm -hmm. it's, ne it's never going to be easy. But the thing is, is that it it's all matter it's all based off of the posture of our heart it's all based off of how we treat one another how we um talk to each other how we love like jesus if we do everything like jesus bro like bro if we do everything like jesus bro i can't even there's not even words to put but bro I, there's no words to put it. if you do everything like jesus then bro like I can't even think of the word, bro. I literally can't <laughs> think of the word, bro. It's like, it's priceless, bro. Yeah. That's what it is. Bro. It's priceless. He paid the price, and and that price that he paid is now priceless, bro. Like we can't, we can't afford it. Yeah. We can't afford it. Yeah. We can't afford it. We don't deserve it, but yeah. he gave it freely. Yeah. And he and willingly. Amen, so I, I think that through everything we do, bro, it needs to point back to Jesus, bro. Like, Amen. bro. So good, bro. And and one thing I wanted to talk to you about too, bro, if you don't mind us talking about it, is mm -hmm. I know a lot of people. Well, I wouldn't say I know a lot of people. I knew I know a few people that um on their walk with Christ, um, they found different paths on their walk to Christ. Yeah. And some paths on their walk to Christ may have not shown them what the true love and grace of God is. And I know me and you've mm -hmm. talked about it before. Oh yeah. Huh. Um, and I know yeah. a lot of people may want to hear this and a lot of people it, listen up because you may be convicted if this is you. 
Yeah, bro. You know, and, and the thing is, is like conviction isn't a bad thing. Conviction leads you to repentance and repentance is a good thing. Repentance is change. It's no condemnation, but but I know KJ has a story to tell about this. Yeah, bro. Yeah, so, okay, we got the hard stuff out of the way. I'm not nervous no more. Okay, because that, that's very hard to speak on. But, um, yeah, bro, so, okay, come to Christ. Hebrew Israelite. I already know, look, look, look. So, <laughs> a lot of people are going to get mad. But, hey, look, so I'm going to say this. the truth, bro. Yeah, I'm going to say this before I start. I'm going to say this after I start. Before I start. Read the Bible for yourself, bro. Go read Romans, bro. Like, learn about freedom. But, um, yeah, bro. So, um, after all that stuff happened, um, I came to Christ. And, you know, God's tracking me down and stuff. Bro, I got off the bus one day. I met this dude in a, in a lift, bro. Ty, I love you, bro. But, hey, truth is the truth, bro. I met you in a lift, and took me home, right? And and God was speaking to me through him, I believe, at that point in my life, bro. But I believe that everything happens for a reason. So he was speaking to me, and then he got me to follow this, this doctrine of, of um, uh, the Hebrew Israelite doctrine. So from my time with them, I was walking with them for a long time, bro. Not like crazy long, but long enough to be indoctrinated, bro, like probably like six months. And, and it's a lot of knowledge in there. Straight scripture, but it's bended. Like they'll read the scripture and then say a whole nother interpretation from mm -hmm. what you just read. Like if I read it, it doesn't sound like that, bro. But um, yeah, bro. So what they believe is that we are justified by law, that, that laws can set you back in God's eyes and you won't inherit the kingdom if you do this, bro. And I believed it until I came here. And it wasn't me coming here that changed it. It was me reading the Bible for myself, bro. People like, bro, you can hear whatever the world puts in your ear. Yeah. Like we walk around the world and expect the truth, bro. You know where we are. Like, do you know whose playground this is, bro? Like, nah, bro, you gotta get in your word and, and read it because you can easily be manipulated. Mm -hmm. So what freed me from that doctrine was reading the whole book of Romans. Yep. Because it Sheesh. talks about what the law is and it says that we have the law to know the law, not to be condemned by it, bro. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a believer who believes John three sixteen, bro. Amen. If you believe in Jesus with genuinely, not just with your mouth, then you will be saved, bro. I don't. There's nothing that we can do to separate from from um, God's love. And I I heard you mention it on your Instagram. Like we need to go back to the simple gospel, bro, because we're confusing our people. Like when you overcomplicate it, you're being a stumbling block to somebody, bro. Our God is not a God of confusion. Come on, bro. Yeah, bro. John three sixteen, guys. For God so loved the world, He gave, gave His only Son. That's in the book. Read it yourself, bro. Yeah, bro. Simple. That's simple. Bro, what you were saying, like a lot of people don't read the Bible. They yeah, They don't bro. read the Bible. They receive their knowledge and they believe that somebody dresses up with a suit and tie and the way they come off, you know, 
that's true you know but bro like your salvation is not through that person you know something that i struggled with i would say was that you know like i put my faith in my leaders chris and lorena um my salvation was basically based off what they would tell me Mm -hmm. you know like they would tell me that you're saved you're a son of god blah blah blah. but me personally i lived a lukewarm life you Mm -hmm. know especially like you could go back on my youtube videos with my ex shakira and see that we would do videos that would like go against the lifestyle of jesus mm-hmm. and at the end of the videos ended off with a prayer mm-hmm. you know what i yeah. mean it's like bro, that's crazy it's bro. funny this is actually it's really stupid bro like yeah. bro like bro i look back and i'm like bro that's embarrassing you know like yeah, bro i'm show, like we're literally showing people a, a god of confusion yeah we're literally showing Jeez. people something that we don't even know yeah. like why are we is is bad bro like when you live a lukewarm christian life and not truly understanding the gospel, not truly understanding Jesus and why we obey him. Mm-hmm. You know, like we obey him because we love Jesus. We obey yeah. him because of everything that Jesus said, you know, and Jesus clearly says in the Bible, like, if you love me, you will obey. You will yeah. obey me. You will obey what yeah. I say. Yeah, bro. You know, and a lot of people, you look at their lifestyles. And this is something that I posted on my Instagram story the other day was examine your life. Mm-hmm. Does your lifestyle please the heart of God? Mm-hmm. Like biblically examine yeah. yourself with the word of god don't examine yeah. yourself with what your leaders say with what your pastors say because yeah. your pastor could tell you that you're saved but your lifestyle according to the bible will not show that you are saved yeah. your heart bro. bro law will not law will force you to obey god but love will make you want to obey god mm-hmm. that's the difference bro sheesh that's the difference. So that's good, bro. We gotta have a a real, a hundred percent, not ninety nine, a hundred percent relationship with God, and let Him in our house like that parable that um, Michael said. What was it last service? Knock, knock on the door. Yeah, knocking on the uh, it was like giving God every room in your house. Yeah, bro, that that's fire, bro, and like. Everything that like we're all saying, bro, is not to to condemn or to, all, to do any of that because there's no condemnation Amen. for those in Christ Jesus. Um, but it's to just give a wake up call for those that are sleeping, bro. Amen, and the bro. thing is, is like we're gonna see it, bro. We're gonna see it. We're gonna see a, a, a great revival here in in Georgia. We're gonna see it in the nations, bro. Amen. Like, bro, if you've been seeing what's been happening with the whole Target thing, bro. I don't like to talk politics and stuff like that and like all that, bro. But the the fact that these things are just put in our face now mm. and there's people that are conforming, bro, to this stuff, bro, it's crazy, bro. You know, bro. and and the thing is, it's not to judge or shame on anybody, but I believe that us as Christians need to have the same voice as those that, that aren't because there's people out there that aren't Christians that are speaking louder than the Christians so we're that are Lord. leading to this. And, and and the thing is, is like, what are we so afraid of if we know it right? Come on, bro. What what What's the fear, you know? And and the thing is, is like, people people have this bad example of what a Christian looks like. And, and the thing is, is like, us as like a young generation needs to be able to set the correct example of who Christ is, you know? We're going to fall. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to fall short of the glory of God. But... The way we pick ourselves back up, well, I'm not even going to say the way we pick ourselves back up. The way Jesus picks us yeah. up yeah. and the way that we go 
from that, bro, is yeah. is literally all by the grace of God that is freely given to us. Yeah. You know, cool. and yeah, it's not we don't pick ourselves up, guys. It's 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 Jesus that picks us up. Amen, bro. It's Jesus that picks us up. Shabbos. Shabbos. <laughs> bro, yeah. um something that I wanna like say, like what you were saying, Shema, was um that like, you know, we're going to sin. Yeah. You know, we're human beings, bro. Yeah. Just because we're Christians does not mean that we're sinless. Yeah. You know, but the evidence that we are true Christians, that we are true children of God, that we've mm -hmm. truly accepted Jesus and we have the Holy Spirit within us is that when we do sin, because we're mm -hmm. not sinless, but when we do sin, we will be convicted. Yeah. And by the grace of God that is upon us, mm -hmm. he will encourage us, he will lift us up. And by his grace, we will continue to go forward, yeah. you know, and repent and turn away from that, yeah. right? But the thing is that there's a difference, right? So like, if we don't feel convicted mm -hmm. and we don't feel disgusted yeah. and we don't feel ashamed, not ashamed, but like, you know, like, like, oh, like why did I do that? You know, yeah. like guilty, Yeah, there's a problem. Yeah, I'm not saying to live with that guilt forever or that shame forever, mm -hmm. but I'm saying that if you don't feel it, then there's a problem. It's discipline, bro. It's discipline. That's all it is. Because if you're in the world, you look at the people in the world, they don't feel convicted. Yeah. They don't feel shame. They don't feel guilty. That's why they keep doing it. Yeah. That's why they keep going to the club. That's why they keep having yeah. sex. They, that's why they keep drinking, smoking, yeah, doing all bro. these things. Because they don't have the Holy Spirit in them. Yeah. We have the Holy Spirit in us. Yeah. So what is the Holy Spirit going to do? Not condemn, but convict. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it is that God shows himself in so many ways in our lives, you know, yeah. by giving us a new heart, by changing our nature. But another thing is, you know, the conviction that we receive, mm. you know, when we sin, when we fall short, yeah. it's like, dang, like, I feel so disgusting, yeah. you know? But God is so great, so merciful. He has, He's so loving that, like, he's like, hey, my son, my yeah. daughter, like, yeah. I love you. You're yeah. forgiven. Like, get up, you know, hold my hand, let come to me don't turn to sin turn to me yeah and that's the that's the beauty of of yeah. jesus bro is that bro. there's no condemnation for those who are in christ but there is conviction that's good bro um, there's conviction there's there's the holy spirit that'll comfort you mm -hmm. you know i've had so many moments where you know you look at you look at genesis when when they ate the fruit mm -hmm. how the first thing they did was hide it's the same reality that we see today. When people yeah. fall into sin, they like to hide their face from God. Maybe that looks like you not going to church because mm -hmm. you just fell short. Maybe it looks like you not going to your leaders after you fell short. But the thing is, is that we can't hide. Yeah, He sees us. Well, yeah. like, it it's so crazy, bro, that our first instinct is to be like, no, don't look at me, I'm, I'm ashamed. Yeah, bro, do you know how much power there is in in a community that can repent and can tell each other and confess their sins because what happens when you confess your sins you are healed amen bro there's healing and confessing your sins and stuff like that and people think of this image of confessing your sins as you sitting in a box and there's like a priest right next to you mm -hmm. and you're like yeah so uh yeah i did this so can you pray for me blah blah, blah you know yeah. but that's not what it looks like what it looks like is going up to a brother and, and being like hey bro i fell short yesterday bro please pray for me bro because you know, I've been going through this over and over and over again. And, bro, for me, whenever that happens, bro, I feel free. Yeah. I feel free, bro. I yeah. don't know if anybody else that's listening to the podcast, especially for the guys, falling short, you go confess to a brother, 
and you don't fall short for a while. Like you like, yeah, I can't fall short now because low key, bro knows. Like he knows I fell short. Like he gonna text me and be like, yo, bro, you good? You know? Like <laughs> yeah. now imagine if that's just a consistent cycle. Like mm -hmm. repentance becomes your lifestyle yeah. rather than just a one time thing, bro. Then once you repent the next time and the next time, you're gonna start to slowly see that, dang, bro, like I low key don't wanna keep going to this guy mm -hmm. and be like, hey, bro, I fell short again. You're just gonna slowly like just stop. Yeah. And the thing is, bro, is like, you guys can even attest to this, bro. There's certain things in our lifestyle that from coming to Christ have changed, bro. Like, mm -hmm. I would say my language has changed. Yeah. Bro, like, just being around people that are, mm -hmm. that are you know, on fire for God, bro. Like, I stopped cussing and stuff. People always ask me, bro, why don't you cuss? Why don't you cuss? It's just, like, expressing your feeling and stuff like that. I'm like, look, bro, even if you think for all these people that like to dive deep in Bible or whatever, if you think cussing is a sin or not, my goal in life is to run away from the appearance of evil. It's Come in on, the word bro. of God. So if if it sounds like whatever, then bro, just I don't even know how to explain what I'm trying to say. But, you know, just run away from the appearance of evil. Like whether you have a specific doctrine or theology or whatever, if it looks like evil to somebody that doesn't know who Christ is, you're showing them a reflection of who he is and it's a wrong mm -hmm. reflection. Mm -hmm. You know? So let's try not to show the wrong reflection of who Jesus is when we're around people that don't know who he is. Yeah. Um, and we've been coming back to that point in every podcast, bro, for the yeah. people that don't know who Jesus is, bro. Yeah. Um, for those that don't know who Jesus is, he was the, he's the son of God that was sent down to die for all of our sins, that paid the price for all of us. And the thing is, is that a lot of people, you know, that are Christians, like to you know condemn mm -hmm. and judge and and do this and that with people that don't know who Jesus is the people don't that people that don't have a depiction of who he is other than the pictures that they see or that he's a historical figure yeah mm -hmm. and I think that the reason why this is like a thing that keeps coming back up on the podcast is because it's a it's something that I feel like God wants to really show people that are listening to this podcast mm -hmm. and and allow them to hear it and allow them to accept it in their heart especially as Christians, is that we should lead by love and we should lead by how Jesus led. Amen, bro. You know? Um, and I think that in your life, bro, showing your testimony and, and explaining to people, there's mm. people already that I can see that follow you, bro, mm. that that look at you as how you may have looked at your brother, bro. Mm -hmm. Now, imagine if your brother had that much of an impact on your life to where yeah. you wanted to be led to be like him. Imagine now that what God is using in your life to lead the people that are around you, bro. On, bro. And I believe that that's going to be a blessing upon not only the people around you, but your family, bro. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a blessing for your future children, bro, your future wife, bro. I truly believe that, bro, like you will be used in a way that there will be people that were once like you mm. that will follow you, bro. Amen, bro. And they will follow you because you reflect Jesus, bro. Amen, Amen bro. bro. I receive that, bro. Thank you, bro. But it's on my heart to say something, bro. You know, how God's Holy Spirit moving with the words of wisdom and stuff. She, she, she. Bro, um, God put it on my heart to speak on the, the father to son relationship that he has with us. So, like, how, like, you were saying about, like, conviction. Like, think about it, bro. Like, that's our father, bro. Like, a real dad is gonna discipline, discipline you when you do yeah. wrong, bro. Hebrews talks about it. Yeah, bro. He's gonna he's gonna let you know when you do wrong. Mm -hmm. And even if you keep doing wrong, he's that's your father. He's gonna love you. Yeah. Yep. 
We have grace, don't abuse it though. Like you love your father, but you want to please your father, yeah. bro. You want to like make your dad happy, bro. Like yeah. that's a lot of our missions on earth is, oh, I want to make my dad proud. Yeah. What about that one? Yeah. You yeah. know, so. That's true, bro. Like, and it's a it's a two-way street when it comes to that, you know, like yeah. your father loves you, you love your father. Yeah. How do you honor your father? How do you show love to your father? Mm -hmm. You obey what he tells us to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you show your love to him by your lifestyle, you know, yeah, bro. examining your life. And, you know, like if God loves us, you yeah. think he's just going to let us like, hey, no, you're good. Like, and it's whatever. I don't care what you do. Just know yeah. I love you. You know yeah. what I mean? He's going to discipline us. Yeah. He's going to convict us. For yeah. God so loved the world. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Bro, and I heard this analogy, bro, that it was like, let's say you're at a beach mm -hmm. and there's like, the water's full of sharks. And then your dad tells you, don't go into the water because mm -hmm. you're going to get eaten. You're going to die. Mm -hmm. And then you say, okay, your dad goes to sleep. Mm -hmm. And then you go into the water, you disobey your father. Yeah. Right. And you start screaming for help. Ah, help me, help me. Mm -hmm. And then the dad runs and he comes, saves you. And you pass out mm -hmm. from, I don't know, this is this, this analogy that I heard, right? Yeah. You got bit or whatever and you passed out. And then you just lay, you're laying down. Cause your father saved you he took you out of the water mm -hmm. and then you see your dad there lying with blood all over him he's dead sheesh he's gone come on bro if you see that are you gonna go back to the water yeah no nah, we're not going nope. back to the water bro that's crazy we're not gonna go back to the water why because you clearly saw that your father told you not to go mm -hmm. you disobeyed him mm -hmm. you didn't listen to him now what did you get you got your father that's dead mm -hmm. you didn't listen and now you just, that's what happens when I don't obey. Get that guy bro. in the pulpit. You know bro, I mean? listen, bro. Shit. Listen, bro. To even add on to that, bro. Oh, my gosh. I, bro, <laughs> oh, my God. Just to add on to that, I don't, I don't even know if that analogy continued, bro. But now imagine this. If you had a chance to have a second chance and your father told you not to go and you know what you know now, mm -hmm. you're not going to go back. Exactly. Now, what does that show? What does that show? Exactly. Jeez. He's risen. The, exactly. The, the tomb is empty, guys. By the way. Exactly. Yeah. Bro, that shows that he loved you so much, bro. Oh my gosh, bro, that's so good, bro. Because for those that may have been confused, whatever, he said how the you turn around and you see that your father's dead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Took all of that, all that pain, all that suffering. You're alive, and you get a second chance to do that again. And now, literally, you, your father tells you again, don't do that again. You're mm -hmm. not going to want to go back. Yeah. You're not going to want to go do it again because you know. You yeah. know now. You know? So that's also another way to point to testimony as well. Mm. It's like you know your testimony. Mm. You know what you don't want to go back to. I know what I don't want to go back to. You know what you don't want to go back to. Yeah. You know? And it's that cycle that keeps happening as a, as a Christ follower is that, yeah, you may fall back into what you did, mm. but God is always going to bring you right back. He's not mm -hmm. too far from you. Yeah. For everybody that thinks that when you sin, God is far from you, he's not. He's near to those that are brokenhearted. Mm -hmm. So, bro, bro, I think I think that God is going to use this podcast and, and your life, Kenny, your life, KJ, to just continue to speak more into the youth, bro. Because I feel like Amen, this is a message that people that are young that need to hear, bro. Because yeah. at the end of the day, bro, like... Somebody told me this and it kind of changed my my perspective on on a lot of things. 
somebody told me that not everybody's gonna be saved, bro. Yeah, it's true. And, and the thing is, is like, you can look to people in your life, and you're like, dang, bro, I, I, I can try as much as I can, but only God can, only God can, because with that, me saying that is that for Christians that are listening, remember, we are not the savior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can't save anybody. And and for those that are not Christians, you know, if there's somebody that's trying to pour into your life, let them pour into your life, especially if they're trying to lead you to Christ. Mm-hmm. Let them pour into your life. Don't be stubborn because I feel like we can get stubborn. We can get scared. We can be fearful, but we're having the wrong fears, you know, mm-hmm. because what that person could be trying to do. And I heard even in, in your testimony is try to lead you to Christ. And I feel like that's what Chris did for you, bro, mm-hmm. is that he was pouring into you everything that's poured into him. Mm-hmm. And maybe you were scared at first, yep. you know, and you didn't want to follow it, yep. but you knew that you did not want to lead Chris to the life you had, but you want to be led to the Christ, led to the life that Chris, Chris had, yep. you know? And I feel like God uses those people and, and those things. Like I would say for me, that's Marco, you yeah. know, like I may have not had the same, you know, experiences you guys have had, but I know when I came to enjoy, bro, I had, I was a person that just believed in strictly just morals, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, works. I'm a good, I'm a good person. Not even works, bro. I really didn't like, <laughs> I'm like sorry. I didn't care about works, bro. Yeah. I was just like, look, bro. I'm nice to people. Mm. I like stay out of everybody's way. I'm gonna I just stay quiet. People on the side of the road. Like if I see somebody <laughs> on the side of the road, you know, here, take a quick five, you know what I'm saying? Like I was that person that was like, I'm good, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I'm chilling, you know, I'm not doing anything. And I thought I was being a simple person, bro. But in reality, I was being prideful and, and mm-hmm. cocky. Yeah. And when I came here and like I saw Marco and I was like, and I saw Izaki and I saw these people, I was like, Bro, why are they so simple? Like I thought I was simple. Like I thought I was, you know, like, oh, I'm I'm a whatever. But then I saw their lives and I was like, bro, like the way that they respond to certain things, bro, is a way that like maybe I would have responded to pridefully, bro. And mm-hmm. I think Come that, on, that that comes from being so intimate with the Lord. Is that you start to adopt his characteristics. You start to be simple in your response. You start to love your enemies. Like I can, I, I've seen, you know, like Marco know that there's this person that said something about his sermon, but he'll still go and love on that person and still mm-hmm. want to seek after that person and still want to be like, hey, I love you. I lo-. And, and bro, you know how hard that is to do? Yeah. Bro. Like to put your pride to the side, your ego to the side and say, I know this person said this about me or says this about what I said or whatever and go and love that person. Mm. People nowadays only want to love people that love them. Come on, bro. People don't want to love people that don't love them. And that's what I learned from Marco is that, bro, we have to be able to love people even if they don't love us back, mm-hmm. you know? Now, guard your heart, yeah, but still be able to love these people. Yeah. So, and that's the characteristic of Jesus, you know? He knew he was, he knew his, mm-hmm. what, what was going to happen. Yeah. yeah bro. But he still loved these people, you know? You can look at Judas who gave yeah, him up, bro. you know? So, bro, this this episode was fire, bro. Bro, and I think uh, one of the best ways to, like, rebuttal somebody's anger towards you or whatever mm. is with love. Amen, bro. Because you're just going to show them, like, a different, like, like they're going to see you, like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, you go to a person, like, that was just talking bad about you or whatever, mm. and you just go and show them love. Yeah. They're going to be, like, held back. You know, like, what the uh, heck? Bro, what? I was yeah. just talking about you. Like, yeah. but in your heart, 
in that person's heart is going to like change them change yeah. their perspective on certain things and it's not about what you do but it's about what the holy spirit does through you, you know? so it's like it's one of those things respond in love always turn to them the other cheek you know be against what the world tells you to do you know just walk in accordance to the word of god and amen just walk in love bro the bible says that love binds everything in perfect unity or amen, harmony bro. in a different verse but I meant translation, but love, bro. Love, love, love. You got any you got any closings? I have something Katie? heavy in my heart right now. Say it, bro. Oh, bro. So I believe that this will reach the people that you imagined it would reach. Like the people that like were in the situation I was in and people that may smoke or may steal or rob or anything. Bro, the not the number one lesson I've learned with God, but definitely top three, bro. Change is good, bro. Yeah. Change is a beautiful thing, bro. Yeah, bro. And you gotta embrace change because like, if I had never changed, if I had never listened to the voice of God, I'd be dead. Mm -hmm. I'd probably be in jail. Sheesh. I don't know where I would be, bro. Or, or spiritually dead, bro. Spiritually dead is worse. That's worse than any death. Cause that death lasts forever, bro. Cause you was already lukewarm. Yeah, yeah, bro. And and like to going back to the lukewarm thing too is it's crazy. Cause like when you're lukewarm, bro, it's scary. It's very scary because you don't know what you're, yes. what's happening with. And you. like you, you think that like you being like how you're living is mm -hmm. only gonna draw you further from God, yeah, not even bro. closer. This is bro. I could get get so much into lukewarm, yeah. but it's because I went through it, you went through it, yeah. you know, we, we've all went through it, you know, yeah. being lukewarm. Like we could really go deep into it, but yeah. it's, yeah, bro, we got, we got so many topics, bro, to talk about in the next podcast, so many, bro. but I think we're going, we're going to wrap this yeah. one up, <laughs> but guys, for everybody that's listening, if you guys have been, you know, impacted, um, let us know, you know, we love to hear feedback. Yes. Um, I saw a lot of your guys' questions, a lot of your guys' topics. We're gonna have a lot more podcasts Bro, coming up. They have some really good questions. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have some some good episodes coming up. We got a couple guests coming, you yeah, know, on, on a lot of them. We got our conference guys coming up. Enjoy Bro, conference. Tickets, back to the roots conference. Six um, days away. Back to the roots conference with away. our friends from Upper Room. If you guys haven't signed up yet, guys, go sign up. Bro, it's gonna be a amazing crazy move of god you know who knows we might have aaron smith on the podcast Jeez. who knows Will it? uh hopefully Jeez. um hopefully but guys just continue to give us feedback you know continue to pray and intercede for us as well that this yes, podcast please. you know will reach the people that it needs to reach if it only reaches one person and their life is changed Amen. bro then our job is has Amen. been done um we thank you guys so much for listening. For those that are listening on Spotify, shout out to you guys. For those that are watching on YouTube, you can see us waving. So we bro, love you KJ, guys. KJ, KJ. <laughs> we love you guys. Bro, it was and an honor having yeah. you, bro. No, bro. Honor yes, having you, Thank you for having me, bro. Bro, it's not going to be the only time we have you, bro. Yeah, bro. yeah. People think that you got to have one guest one time, bro. Yeah. You, you, you coming back, bro. Yeah, bro. Part two, bro. Hopefully back, this bro. can reach the streets, bro. Amen, reach the bro. streets, bro. Reach to the streets, bro. Amen. Amen. Change is good, bro. 
Amen, bro. Amen, bro. Amen. From from the world to the word. You feel me? Bro, you gonna get the title of it? Bro, come on, bro. <laughs> cut that out, cut that out. Come on, bro. Cut that out. Bro, bro gonna get the title, bro. Like <laughs> Cut that out, cut that out. Uh, but, but no, bro, yeah. it was an honor having you, bro. Amen, it was an bro. honor listening to your testimony, bro. Yeah, like, man. It was it definitely like opens, I think, my eyes, a lot of people's eyes listening, yeah. you know, ears, you know, like to listen, like, man, like people have really been through some crazy stuff, but God still won. Yes. And he's bro. still winning. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, it don't matter what you're going through through your circumstance. When you face trials of many kinds, consider it pure joy. Amen, you know, bro. let let the testing of your Sheesh. faith, you know, persevere. Hey, endure. Put hashtag Kenny for pastor 2029. 2029, bro. Give us some years of experience. Come 2029. Good, bro. Give him 2030, bro. Kenny in the pulpit, guys. <laughs> hashtag Kenny in the pulpit. If you guys watch it, put it in the comments. <laughs> if you guys listen all the way to the end, tell Bella I still beat her. Bella, you're she's probably over there anyways in the back. <laughs> but but yeah, you. bro. KJ, you got any last words, bro? Anything else you want to add? Change is good, bro. That's it, bro. That's it. Fire. Change is good. God Fire. loves Fire. That's it, man. All right. Love you guys. Peace. A blessed week. Love you guys. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> but what was that?